0: Russell, considering your research on the makings of a bear market, how concerned do you think we should be about emerging market debt?
1: We should be very concerned about emerging market debt. The thing that makes it different, completely different from everything else, is they tend to borrow in somebody else's currency. And when you borrow in somebody else's currency, you're particularly vulnerable. Uh, because if your exchange rate goes down, you can actually go bankrupt. When you borrow in your own currency, invariably your central bank will print a lot of money and bail you out. So it changes the dynamics and it changes the danger. Now, this emerging market debt is particularly interestingly held today. It's historically been held by banks, and banks do hold a lot of it, but actually a lot of it rests in open ended bond funds. So this time, if there's a default in emerging markets, yes, it will hit the developed world banking system, particularly the European banking system, but it will also hit pensioners particularly badly. The BIS tell us that over 1.2 trillion US dollars worth of emerging market debt is held in open-ended funds by retail investors. So this is a, a new form of default a new form of problem which has fallen particularly heavily on, on savers and I don't think savers are prepared for that.
0: Well in terms of emerging market debt I think China is probably the poster child for this but where else are the trouble spots?
1: Well oh, I actually think China is probably the safest place to have your money for an emerging market debt investor. Even the US dollar debt, 66% of the US dollar debt is borrowed by the Chinese banking system. Now that is effectively an arm of the state and it's highly unlikely that those banks would default. Also China's foreign currency debt to GDP ratio, these numbers are dubious, as are most Chinese numbers, but it is one of the lowest in the whole of the emerging markets, even if we are aggressive. Now, the major problem in the countries you can see with very high uh, gross external indebtedness to GDP are more places like South Africa, uh, Malaysia, Poland, Turkey, Brazil has now got to a very high level as well. And really, if you, most of these countries, most people won't even have heard of, but if you go the whole way down Eastern Europe, whether it be Moldova or Azerbaijan, these are the countries with excessively high numbers, uh, and as you and I are sitting here, uh, Nigeria, Azerbaijan, Uh, are already speaking to the IMF about emergency funding. The rumour is that Angola is also in there looking for emergency funding. Ukraine has been there for a while for different reasons. Those are not the countries that you might normally expect uh, when we talk about emerging market debt. Uh, But they still borrowed quite a lot of money, and we shouldn't forget Poland. I mean, one of the biggest borrowers of foreign currency debt in the world is Poland, because there is a strong belief in Poland that this lotty really cannot go down against the Euro. Uh, And I think that's wrong.
0: So finally, looking towards the future, let's stop on a positive note. Any green shoots out there?
1: The positive note is that we want uh, to make yourself wealthy, to save for your retirement. The best asset class you can possibly own is equities. That is where great wealth is made and savings are accumulated. Uh, But they've really been too expensive for a very, very prolonged period of time. This is a bear market. Most equity markets in the world now are below their 2,000 level. That's a long, long time. So the only upside I can give you is they're going to get cheap and then we can all buy equities and go and line a beach.